Our Father, we thank you. Thank you for another Friday. Thank you for another opportunity to be here. Lord, I pray for everyone listening to me that you will help them, that you will touch their lives, and then you put in them the seed of gratitude. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Father, because you've answered us. In Jesus' name, we we'll pray. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome you to the Seedlings of Wisdom Podcast. My name is Jeremiah, and as always, I'm excited to be recording. And I trust that today the Lord will do something special in your life. That there will be a seed of gratitude that will be planted within you, even as we go through this episode, in the name of Jesus. The subject of today is, look, what do you see? One of the things I've realized is every time we look at a thing, there is a possibility that what we see is not the same. Look, what do you see? Oh, look, I see a board. Someone else looks and sees a toy. Every now and then, we realize that what we see is not a function of our eyes, but what we see is a function of our mind. And there was a servant of God. Elijah was praying on the mountain. He was praying and then he asked the servant, go and check what is the status of the cloud. And then the servant came and said, hi, my master, there's nothing. He says, go the second time. Oh, and then he kept on praying. And then he said, go again the third time. And then he kept on praying. (laughs) Servant, what did you see? I do not see anything. And then he told him, go until he went the seventh time. And then he went, and then when he came back, he said, now, finally, I see something that looks like a fist. And he said, yeah, that is it. This is what I wanted. I said, there will be an abundance of rain. Question is, the servant saw a fist. Elijah saw abundance of rain. What do you see? This is the contemplation I bring upon you this week. I want you to look inward and tell me what you see. Every time you stand before the mirror, what do you see? And today, I'll be sharing six different things that I want you to look at again and tell me what do you see. If you have realized that you are a person, that you have not found enough capital to be grateful to God, then there is a deficiency of something in your heart that has made you like that. And I want to give you six things that I want you to look at yet again. And hopefully after this episode, you would see reasons to be grateful. Six things. The first thing I want to talk about is sleep. If you are a person that you sleep every night and you wake up every morning, you should be grateful. The psalmist in Psalm 3 verse 5, he says, I laid me down and I slept. I woke up for the Lord sustained me. The psalmist sustained an ability to look beyond the fact that sleeping was a physical exercise. He saw that you could actually sleep and not be sustained. So he, when he looked at sleep, he saw the hand of God available. And so he saw sleep as a system where God administered help to him. Look, what do you see? 
Every time the psalmist slept, he woke up and he said, Oh Lord, thank you for sustaining me. Thank you for sustaining me. Whenever a man sleeps, the scripture reminds us that while men sleep, the enemy comes and plants. So every time you sleep, the enemy seizes an opportunity to attack. But an intelligent man, an intelligent woman, whenever they go to sleep and they wake up, they understand that there is sustenance that was made available. You think it's your alarm that wakes you up in the morning. Have you heard of persons that the alarms kept ringing but they did not wake up because they were gone? Did you sleep last night? Did you plan on sleeping this night? If you do, the question I want to ask you, who sustains you when you sleep? Look at the fact that you have the ability to sleep. Every time you sleep, you wake up and then your hands are intact. Your hearing is intact. Your seeing is intact. Every part of your body is intact. And then you forget that the Lord sustained you. Look at the fact that you sleep again and reflect. Should you not be grateful? The second thing I want to bring to our notice is water. These things I'm saying, someone looks at us and says, these things are too basic. Jesus was speaking. He says, if thou shalt have faith like that of a mustard seed, as small as that. When it comes to spiritual things, you have to understand that the littlest of things matters. This was what happened when the widow came to sacrifice. When they were putting offering and then the widow gave the little she had. Jesus said she gave more. What do you see? You saw a woman that gave little. Jesus saw a woman that gave everything water. Are you aware today that in Nigeria we have 133 million people that don't have access to clean water? Are you aware that in the world today we have about 2 billion people that don't have access to clean water? But here you are. You could easily just open your tap and then get water and drink. Some of us even have bottled water in our houses. And yet you drink the water and then you still think and say, Kai, God, what have you, what have I done that you are doing this to me? And then God looks at you and says, This one is not grateful. This one I've empowered so that you can empower others is looking and still open. And has not found the need to be grateful. Do you have access to water? Both to drink, both to freshen up, both to clean up. Look again at the water inside your house. Look again at the water you drink. Look again at the water you have access to. Water is not your problem. You don't even think about water. And yet there are 133 million people that don't have access to clean water. And you do not think you should be grateful. Look again and tell me what you see. Oh, I see a system of God sustaining me. I've never gotten to the point where I was so thirsty that I was about to die and I was crying and said, please help me, I need water. Even if it's a drop, no, it never happened. And yet I never found reason to be grateful. And yet still same me is contemplating suicide. Have you seen the system of wickedness that the devil adopts to destroy lives of men? Look again and tell me what you see. Every time you come before water to bathe in the morning to freshen up, Remember that that's the system of mercy that God has made available. Every time you come to wash your clothes to clean up, that is the system of mercy that God has made available. 
The fourth thing I want to talk about is food. Some of us, you decide what you want to eat. You choose. You say, ah, oh, you know, I don't feel like eating this today. I ate it too much this week. So I want to eat something different. And then there is someone that is just few meters away from your house. They don't even know what to eat. They don't even know if they would eat. Here you are. Crying in your room, asking God, why, why, why? Not once have you spent a moment in this week to say thank you. I ask you, my dear brother. I ask you, my dear sister. Look again and tell me what you see. Every time food is served in your presence, you look up to the heavens and say, Lord, I am grateful. Lord, I am grateful. Ah, I'm a privileged one. I am privileged. And I do not take it for granted. Lord, I am grateful. There is clothing. You have clothes you can wear. Somebody says, hi, this clothes, I've worn it too much. I, I think I don't want to wear it again. So people do not see this clothes and say, oh, if you see it, you see me. But you still even have clothes that you can wear. Have you seen persons that go to the waist and then look for something to wear? Look again every time you pick up your clothes. Every time you open up your wardrobe, look again. Are those not seeds of gratitude that should be raised as incense to God? Are you grateful? Look again at the clothes that you have. Bring out those clothes. Lie down on them and say, Lord, thank you for all of this. You that made this available can make more available. Lord, I am grateful. Every time I look, I do not just see clothes. I see your faithfulness. I see the fact that you cover my nakedness. Oh, I see your hands of mercy. I see you taking away shame from my life and out of my family. Lord, I am grateful. Next one is shelter. Some of us have lived in houses that are not complete because our parents were building our houses as we lived in them. And then we felt shy. We were like, see me. My house is not complete. And then you compare yourself to every other person. And then years down the line, you go back to those places. The house that you used to love so much, you look at it now, it looks like an old relic. You just look at it and then you just realize, when I was a child, I thought like a child. The little that you have, have you been grateful for that? That you have a place to sleep, have you given gratitude for that? Do you know what it's like to not have a place to stay? Has it ever happened to you that you looked around and it's actually late at night and you can't find a place to lay your head? It has never happened to you and yet you've never found reasons to raise incense over the place you're staying. You have started squatting for a long time, even through your university days. But you never at any point were you stranded. Have you looked upon yourself and said, God has been faithful. Look again and think back and tell me what you see. Is that not faithfulness I see? Finally, the sixth thing. Do you have a voice? Can you speak with your mouth? Can you write with your hands? What voice do you have? Some persons, the voice is their heart. 
Some persons, the voices, their song, when they sing, you hear their voice, you could tell this one was chosen. This one was specially ordained for the ministry of music. Some people, it's the drawings of their hands. What is your voice? Some persons, when they come up with their fashion sense, you say, Kai, this one, this one could have not been flesh and blood. Do you have a voice? Have you found that thing that you are good at? And yet you've not found reason to be grateful. You found grace to specially do things that people find difficult to do. And yet you've not still found grace to be grateful. You don't even know what it means to be grateful. Do you have a voice? If you do, then you should be grateful. Oh, you should be grateful. Have you read of the mighty man of David? 400 men gathered onto David in a place called Adulam. Men that were described as distressed, discontented, and men in debt. But many years after, when they were described, the scripture says the mighty men of David. Men like Eleazar, the son of Dodo. Great men that did exploits, but then they started from so little. Have you seen the little thing that you have been given? Have you appreciated those things? Do you smile through life knowing fully well that the one that provided this one can provide more? You always compare yourself with everyone else. But never have you looked at yourself and thought about your past and see where you're coming from. Are you grateful? I implore you, my dear listeners, look at your life again and tell me, what do you see?